Welcome to the Nebraska Hour. I'm Timmy Nebraska again. Yes, you are. Here's Greg again. Yes, he here he is. I don't know how to do that. You you didn't really set me up real well there. I didn't. I didn't. Um, that's okay. That's all right. Sometimes we set him up, knock him down, and sometimes we <laughs> strike out, foul it off. <laughs> if you're three of ten, you're in the Hall of Fame, baby. You know that's right. That's right. <laughs> that's the only guy. The only two professions you can be thirty percent and be Hall of Famers is baseball and the weatherman. <laughs> That's a meteorology joke, Greg. That's funny. I'm supposed to laugh at that one. <laughs> Jeez, just bombing out my jokes here. <laughs> uh, all right. So uh, today we're going to see if the Memphis Grizzlies are contenders. They fix themselves or not. Nice. The Grizz, John Morant, and them. They have some stars. John Morant, um, Kyle Anderson. I really like. Well, let's look at this roster. You know who's gone. Is Jonas Valanciunas. But they got and, yes. Um, also gone, Grayson Allen. Thank God. Other than that, <laughs> I don't really like anybody that went to Duke. Let's be honest. Uh, but it's not about who's gone. It's about who's there. And I'll, I'll, I guess we should probably also say Pat Bev is gone because he came for a minute and then he left. But they have on the on the books... They got Justice Winslow. They got Dylan Brooks. They got DeAnthony Melton. They got Kyle Anderson. They got John Morant. They got Tyus Jones, Jaron Jackson Jr., Brandon Clark, John Conchar. I don't know who that is. And I'm I know a lot of basketball players. He was Desmond Bain. Was he? Yeah. Conchar? I don't even I don't even recognize the name. But they also have Desmond Bain and Xavier Tillman Sr. Rarely do you see the players in, in on the rosters that have the senior in their name. I love it. You know, it's different that way. You gotta if you're in the NBA, which is a very young man like type of industry, um, and you already have the senior in your name, you probably you you definitely started early. He's only 22. Yeah, and I couldn't yeah. imagine. I couldn't imagine having a kid at twenty-two. I couldn't imagine having a kid at thirty-six. I can't, I'm forty-three. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> I guess we're we're we don't get it. We just don't get it. We yeah, just don't, man. A little me is terrifying. I terrify myself. Imagine if there's two of me. <laughs> the world would be in trouble. Jeez. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So they're so Bev Pat Bev's gone, but in that trade, they got um they got uh Wancho Hernan Gomez, who was also former Nugget. Also, yeah, former Nugget. Uh actually, you know, I saw Wancho have 31 points in Nuggets game once against That's the Warriors. Cool. He was a fan when, favorite. When they had Durant, the Nuggets they the Warriors didn't want to play basketball that night. The Nuggets set the NBA record for most three-pointers in a season in, in a single game that night. And then two nights later, the Cavs broke it. Wow. That's quick. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. They also got Jarrett Culver, who I always liked when he played for Texas Tech. When he the Texas Tech went to the te- went to the championship game that year. Yeah, they were great. Jarrett Culver was a star on the team. And then um 
You know, I, I saw them in the tournament that year because I went out to Anaheim to watch the Florida State Seminoles play Gonzaga again and just to them again two years in a row in the tournament. And they were one of the other teams in that, like, you know, in that quadrant of the of the tournament that were playing in the arena that uh, that day that I went there. It was awesome. Nice, nice. That yeah. Kings Tech team was really cool to watch for sure. Yes, yes, they were all really long and really fast, and they flew through the sky like it was. It was like the old UNLV team, you know, like they were just out athleticizing everybody it was incredible so the grizzlies also have uh rondo now so that means they only have one more empty seat on the uh on the roster one more empty slot on the roster that's 14 well they have steven adams as well oh well that's everybody they have a full they have a full piece of paper and then they have the draft they got uh santi aladama from Spain, to I don't, I don't, I know nothing about. Even as as much as I like the foreign guys and look into it, I know nothing about. Yeah, but maybe that was by design because they have a lot of guys here. Maybe you leave them over in Spain for a minute. I think he's on a two way contract. They also have um, Pons. I don't remember how. I don't know how to say his first name. It's Y V E S. Yes. What's that? Ives. Ives. Maybe. Ives? I don't know how to say it correctly. Uh, he's from France. Um, he played last year for Tennessee, I believe. Okay. Uh, yeah, Tennessee. Um, undrafted. Kind of surprising that they signed him. Well, he well not really signed him, I guess. He's on their summer league team. Um, right. He'll be signed. And their their only real first round draft pick they're going to keep, I would assume, um, is one of your guys you like. It's uh, Zaire Williams. That's right. That's right. Uh, who is, I think, a great addition to their squad as well. Uh, well and you can bring them along slowly because you have so many. I mean, you got depth here. You got you got guys that are, have been in the league for a, a year or two, a couple years. You know, so it's you can bring them along slowly. Let them learn the learn the NBA game. And when he's ready, he's ready. He's there. Yeah, they don't need a lot from him really. You know, even if he gets limited minutes every now and then, just to get in, just to get some playing time, get used to it. Um, they, yeah. they have depth at the position. They don't have to have him play right away at all. Uh, they kind so, of have depth at every position. Uh, they have tons of guards. They have tons of guards. Uh, they don't have a lot of, like, big man, but they have enough. To, they, they, have a, they have two or three guys who can play consistently. Didn't, didn't you just say they have Adams? That's the perfect guy to have when you have a bunch of guards. Because he's he already knows that role. He did it with Russell Westbrook. He'll just get the rebound, throw it out to the guy at the perimeter. Like he'll be perfect. He'll make John Morant better, and by extension, the team better. Uh, this is the first time I've ever heard you say Adams and not call him the pirate. He is the pirate. I love it. He's the pirate. He is the pirate. They have a good squad, man. Um, so they finished last year. Uh, they they didn't they lost in a play in round. I think that they'll probably make it step up. Um, I think they'll probably be like a five seed if if everything goes well for them. They have. Uh, I'm not gonna like. I know I always bring this up, but everybody. I mean, like half of this roster is entering the last year of their deal. Um, you they could very easily 
make an improvement to what is already a very good roster. They could they could part with a couple guys and bring in they can make one more deal on top of the couple they've made and become a really good roster if they can find the right guy to compliment Chamley. I think that Jaron Jackson is is a future superstar on his way to be there. Brandon Clark's a really good player. Dylan Brooks is yeah. a really good player. Um Kyle Anderson, underrated, very good, very good player. John Morant's their star, obviously. And Steven Adams is kind of like their their veteran tough guy. Uh I it's hard to see them making a move to to kind of break up their core. No, I don't think you need to break up the core, but I think you can you could you can put some pieces together and make a deal. Plus, they still have a they still have some draft equity too. Justice Winslow is a good basketball player too. Don't forget about him. Man. That's true. That's true. They're he deep. They're really time. deep. Well, maybe then he's perfect for a trade. Um, you could make a move. I, I mean, you need. I would. I guess you. I would try to get um like a spot up shooter, like a like a three and D type guy. Maybe like Robert Covington would be a good fit for him. There you go. Another big guy wouldn't hurt. Um, but what you say all the time is a big guy is, you know, we can get a big guy anywhere, kind of. G League, free agent guy, something like that. Uh, I would I would kind of like to see the Grizzlies if they could sign Cousins. Oh, that'd be a good one. That'd be a real good one. I love, I love Cousins. We talk about wanna, Cousins almost every week. Yeah, we do. Um, I would really love that move for them too. I think that they're on the, on track to be contenders, especially with some of the people in the Western Conference. You know, LeBron's getting older. The Lakers didn't have su- uh, so much success this year. Uh, Utah, I think Utah might fall off a little bit. Um, the Nuggets, inconsistency and injuries and question marks there, they might kind of fall off. So they're right there in a position to make a move. Uh, Portland might fall off too. So I'm, I mean, yeah. there's a big chance to make a jump to a six, five or six seed. Yeah, I could see that. They could definitely, they're definitely one of the better teams in a conference that's not as strong as it was a few years ago. Like it seems like a lot of the, there's a lot more balance between the two conferences than there was not too long ago when almost every team in the West was just bananas. And I think that benefits Memphis, and now they're one of the the teams in the mix, man. They could easily be a 5-6 seed, easily. Easily. Uh, now it's, it's less that all the stars are all in the West. And that was the case for 15 years, probably. Exactly. Exactly my point. Except for the heat years. It was, it was crazy. Well, even then, it was... The Heat had all the stars in the, in the East, and then nobody else. Right, you're right. Well, the Celtics, the Celtics, the Celtics, but they were old guys then, you know. They were, I mean, they were stars, but they weren't like, they weren't like say, career stars. Say it to KG's face. What's that? Say it to KG's face. I dare oh, geez. you. Oh, gee, man, <laughs> would eat me for lunch, man. That guy, he's he's real intense. I, I don't know if I would. I think I'd be very polite. I'd say I'd call him Mister Gar- Mister Garnett. Definitely Mister Garnett. He <laughs> like he is definitely Mister Garnett. Yes, I'm not calling him Kev or KG. None of that. No, no, hey, no. Hey, how no, long no. you Mister Garnett? Hope you're having a yes. good day, buddy. <laughs> Even if he says call, call me, call me sir. yeah. 
Even if he says, call me Kevin, I'll say, no, sir. I will call you Mr. Garnett. <laughs> oh, yeah. KG, man. I, I don't think I'd, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say anything derogatory towards KG's career or past teams he's played for at all. I, uh, the Grizzlies, I think, have made the moves, man. I, I think that they, they kind of have fixed themselves to make a big jump and maybe be contender. Um, Phoenix, I love it. who knows if Phoenix is going to be as good as they were last year? The the drop off might be big for him. Let's we'll see how that goes. The injury problems. Chris Paul is getting older. I've been saying that for four years, and he's still great. But you never know. So um, I am seeing right now at this very moment, I am seeing ten thousand plus ten thousand for the Grizzlies to win the NBA championship. Plus ten thousand. Jeez, that's a hundred to one, my dude. That's a big number. What's the number for the just for the um, Western Conference Finals to win? So the to win to win the conference is plus five thousand. So fifty to one. That's still a pretty good number. That's an easily hedgeable number, also. You know that that's maybe the move. I, I might yeah, because move. they they could make the conference finals. And you can lay a heavy wager on their opponent and just cake up. And I could see them making, I can see this team making the Western Conference Finals. Oh, yeah, for sure. They could knock off the Jazz or the Suns or the Nuggets. I think you put X at the 100 to 1 to win it all and like 3X on the, on the conference. And that way, if they make the conference, then you get to go, you know. 4x hedge here or 5-6x hedge and still make a ton of money. So the other thing I thought about for, for the Grizzlies here is John Moran MVP. 4,500. See, that's not as good. And I feel, well, I guess that's a regular season award. And, not, and whereas we're not factoring the playoffs. So um, they're kind of separate. I was going to say... If they're making this run, then he probably gets the MVP, but those are completely separate. Yeah, the, yeah, because um, the MVP, I mean, Joker got the MVP, and we didn't get nearly the run we would right. expect. It's, it's a regular season award. It has to do with the regular season, not the playoffs. There actually, there isn't, there's not a lot of value in some of these players for the MVP. I'm kind of surprised. you got to go to the next tier. You got to look at like, like what if Rudy Gobert takes a step and he becomes just a force where he's defensive player of the year and, you know, averages 30 points a game and somehow is a regular season like superstar and gets it. Or uh, you got to go with some sort of longer shot because you're not going to get a great number. 25,000. No, dude, come on. Don't be crazy. <laughs> no deal. Not. Dude, DeAndre Aiden's plus twenty thousand. I, I, I don't know. I like Rudy Gobert more than either of those guys. What's his number? Rudy Gobert's <laughs> not even on the list here, bub. Yeah, so you can get a billion to one. A billion to one. I would take a billion to one bet just because. I would bet anything. I would bet a dollar, whatever the bet is. If you give me a billion to one odds, yeah, I would just take it just just because if it happens. Then you know the billion to one. That man, that's crazy. That's a crazy number there. Uh, I think the Grizzlies had a really good offseason as well. They keep making these trades. 
if they make another move to get, I don't know who they would get, I guess. But one more, but they're a move away from really being a contender. But I think the end, I think they could, it might not even be a trade. It could just be uh, some buyout guys, you know what I mean? Or something like that, or or who knows what they do. But they're the, if they keep improving this roster, they could be in the finals. Uh, dude, I would love them if they could get if they could get the trade to the Timberwolves. If they could have got Cat, I wanted the Wolves to trade Cat anyway. I'm hearing Adams. I'm, I'm hearing that the Minnesota is still involved involved with the Ben Simmons conversation. Maybe the Grizzlies can somehow be a third party in that Menage a Trois. Ooh, that's interesting. They'd have to trade probably Brooks or Jaron Jackson away for that. I would assume that they'd be involved in the trade just because they're not going to give up. Kyle Anderson maybe too. It's his last year of his deal. That might work out. Could work. And then and then you get uh, the, the Pirate and then Cat. And then um, one of the two, either Anderson or Jackson, Brandon Clark and Ja and Dylan Brooks all together. That's a pretty Ooh. solid lineup. I like it. Pretty solid lineup. Then Zaire Williams fits in there somehow. Maybe Zaire Williams is involved in the trade instead. Maybe. I could, you know, maybe him and uh, Ben Simmons both become Timberwolves. Yeah, I wouldn't mind that either. That's a pretty good move for him, I think. Zaire doesn't, isn't going to get playing time right away for the, for the Grizzlies, and the Wolves are so young and just awfully rebuilding that it would probably fit in for that. He would get playing time right away. Kind of work out. Yeah. I hope well, that I think Vanderbilt makes a move too this year, but we'll see how that yeah. goes. They seem to have uh, – They. it's not that they've fixed things. It's that they are in the process of fixing things. It's not your daddy's grizzly. It's not the grind it out every 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 game every possession play defense and low scoring team anymore that's for sure no oh no there's no more zach randolph and and uh uh, uh mike Conley. like just just beating up on teams and just some of the toughest guys in the league you know just beating up on teams Dude, the, um, the mike Conley and zach randolph and tony allen Gas- and Gasol, and uh like that was it was a wild team for a while a bunch of guys that nobody really even nobody pays attention to that much turned out to they be were good really though. Cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, they don't have a lot going on for next year's draft. They they need some picks because they, they made some moves before. Um, they made some pretty good moves now. Getting Pat Bev off the books, I think, is smart because he gets paid a lot for what his value is. The Grizzlies. I'm pretty don't sure. Him. I'm pretty sure they traded for him with the intention of trading him. I would assume so too. He's not at the point in his career where that where this roster is. This roster is young and like hungry, and he's like he needs to be on a established kind of roster. He's old and angry. Yeah, I, li- <laughs> I like that, but because I'm old and angry, they they don't. I mean, they need players and to fill a spot. It doesn't matter if he gets paid fourteen million dollars a year or not. Um, he's not going to be there very long either. No. So I think, but yeah, well, I think that's it about it, man. I think they fixed it. I like. Uh, I I think that there's a, a bright future for this team. I think that the other, the brightest part of their future is is up and coming, and also probably moving from Memphis. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, they'll be one of the teams that end up in the Europe League. 
or they'll be in Vegas. No, I don't think it. I think that'll be a new team. Whenever they add a team in Seattle, they'll add Vegas. I think at some point there's going to be a four team division on the you know the in like the the western part of cities in Europe, and uh, the planes are getting they're so fast because they're made with lighter materials now that you can do this and you could do block scheduling to help with the travel and all that stuff. And, you know, so a handful of teams are going to get moved over to Europe when they do that. And maybe Memphis and Minnesota are likely, you know, two of them. Detroit right there with them, too. I don't think Detroit will. It's too old of a brand. I don't think Detroit, they would ever let that. I understand that. It's ugly. I understand that. But, you know, that's a, let's see. that That would be a tough sell. To the old guard, but like Orlando, Memphis, Charlotte, you know, like these, there's a lot of cities that you, that you send over before you send, or, you know, you take the team from before you t- take, the, take it from Detroit and you can still keep like practice facilities and G league teams and, and offices for that organization in those cities, but you move the home games and the team and et cetera, uh, you know. Yeah, that's an interesting thing, I guess. Uh, I think that they'll probably, I mean, they'll probably make a move for the Seattle and Vegas thing in the next couple of years, I'd assume. Oh, yeah. I would imagine we get the announcement at the end of this year and we see it in two years or, you know, three years. That makes sense. There's yeah, just, they'll announce a team for two years in advance or so. What doesn't make sense is having two 15 team conferences. You need to have even numbers. So that you could have two 16-team conferences, and in each of those conferences, there's two eight-team divisions, you know, or, or whatever you want to do. And then you then break it up into four quadrants and fuck you do your scheduling and blocks and cut down on travel. But um, 16 teams in each conference is nice, round, symmetric. You know, it's the way to go. I lost him. He's done this before. I think he's messing with me. Regardless, on behalf of Timmy Nebraska, it's the Nebraska Hour. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Okay.